Today's episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. Life is full of compromise, but there's one thing in life that you should never compromise on, your own health. That's why I like to use ZocDoc to find the best doctors for me. That's how I found my personal doctor, as well as the pediatrician for my little girl. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Once you find the doctor you want, you can book them immediately. No more awkwardly waiting on hold with a receptionist. My favorite thing is that you can see doctor reviews. I mean, who wants to go to a doctor who makes you sit alone in a room for an hour and then rushes out after barely speaking to you? I love using ZocDoc because, to be honest, it's easy and I'm lazy. Go to ZocDoc.com RS and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash R-S. ZocDoc.com slash R-S. Today's episode is sponsored by Liquid IV. I work out every week, so it's important to stay hydrated. Plus, on top of working out, I've got a three-year-old whose favorite after-meal activity is to run laps, like the little psychopath that she is. Clearly, I need all the hydration I can get. That's why I like to use Liquid IV for my workouts and just for my daily drinking. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. With three times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. And I mean, yeah, vitamins and electrolytes are nice and all, but what about taste? They've got white peach, green grape, raspberry melon, and my favorite, lemon lime. Tastes great to me. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code R at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code R at liquidiv.com. Welcome to R slash Am I the Butthole, where OP's little sister steals OP's birthday. Am I the butthole for canceling my birthday party because my parents cut my sister a slice of my custom-made cake the night before my party when she cried for it? My 11-year-old sister is the miracle golden child. She always gets what she wants whenever she wants. My parents are always trying to please her and make her happy. They always make a big effort on her birthday and do whatever she asks for, but they can barely remember mine and they're always conveniently broke during my birthday. This year, I wanted to enjoy my birthday, so I babysat and even mowed lawns to make this possible. My birthday was a few days ago, and my party was scheduled for the day after. I've been planning for weeks, and I invited all of my friends. I bought the food, snacks, and drinks, and I picked up my custom-made cake, which I was really excited about. It was just perfect. The night before the party, I noticed that my cake, which was in the fridge, had a huge slice missing. When I asked my dad, he shrugged and nonchalantly said that my sister was crying for it and it was just a small piece and my friends wouldn't notice. I yelled at him, asking him why would he do something like that when it wasn't even bought with his money and my sister could have waited for tomorrow. This made him angry and he went on this tirade about how I'm an adult and I did everything myself and I didn't even ask them for anything. I ended up calling off my birthday party because I wasn't able to change the location last minute because I didn't have the money to and I was so hurt. I just didn't want to host it at home anymore. One of my friends told me that it was an overreaction and I could have just gripped my teeth and gone through with it instead of canceling just hours before. 
Okay, so first off, your friend is wrong about you not canceling because as the song goes, roughly, it's your party and you can cancel if you want to, cancel if you want to, cancel if you want to. But onto the bigger issue, OP, your family is toxic. You know, it's funny because literally like five days ago, it was my mom's birthday. So my daughter's grandmother. And we all went out to eat and we had a cake. And my little girl, she's, you know, two and a half. She's excited about birthdays. She sang the birthday song to grandma. And she was really looking forward to the cake. Even a two and a half year old toddler is capable of understanding. Lily, this is not your birthday. It's grandma's birthday. So grandma gets to blow out the candles. If she wants your help blowing out the candles, then she might ask for your help, but she gets to decide that. And my daughter understood and nodded and said, okay. And then when it came time to cut the cakes, which she helped with, we said, Lily, this is grandma's birthday. So grandma gets the first slice of cake. And she said, okay, and brought the slice of cake to grandma. It was really sweet, but I'm telling this story to illustrate. Well, number one, my daughter's amazing. But number two, even a two-year-old is capable of understanding that other people's birthdays are not about you. They're about that person. But somehow, OP's father, OP's mother, and OP's sister are incapable of understanding that. OP, in my opinion, what your family is doing to you is literally abuse. I'm giving them all three out of five buttholes. I'm giving you zero out of five buttholes. Am I the butthole for abandoning my daughter on vacation? My wife and I have always dreamed of celebrating our 40th anniversary with a luxurious vacation. Just the two of us, reliving the romance of our early years. We had it all planned out for years now, and we're excited beyond words. Enter our adult daughter, Jane. Jane and her husband got wind of our plans and promptly invited themselves and their two kids along, a 9-year-old girl and a 5-year-old boy. I originally put my foot down and told them this trip was just for us, which upset her some. But my wife has a hard time saying no to Jane, as she's the youngest of our kids and our only daughter, and she didn't want to hurt her feelings, so my wife reluctantly agreed to let them join. I wasn't thrilled about it at the time, but I wanted to make my family happy, and I knew that my wife was also okay with the idea of a family trip, even if she was heartbroken that we wouldn't get our romantic trip. We just went along with it. The place we were originally going wasn't child-friendly, so we changed course and decided on an all-inclusive family-friendly resort. We paid for the resort and our grandkids' plane tickets. Jane and her husband only had to pay for their own airfare. Here's where things get complicated. As the vacation got closer, I started having a change of heart. I realized that our 40th anniversary was a once-in-a-lifetime milestone, and I wanted to honor it in a way that was true to the original plans. My wife and I might not be able to afford a trip like this again for quite some time, and it's something that we always wanted to do. So, without consulting anyone, I switched our tickets last minute to go to the romantic destination that my wife and I had originally planned for. I didn't even tell my wife until the day before our flight left, which was a day before Jane's flight left for their vacation. It wasn't an easy decision, and I feel guilty about it, but I wanted our 40th anniversary to be this special, intimate celebration that we'd always hoped for. We called Jane after we landed to tell her, and she was extremely upset, to say the least. She seemed to have the idea that we were going to look after our grandkids so that she and her husband could have alone time, and now that I abandoned her, they'd have to do it all themselves. I hung up on them when my son-in-law started shouting, and my wife and I enjoyed the rest of our trip. We all came back on the same day, but they haven't answered any of our texts, and Jane seems to be ignoring me. 
My wife told me that she vastly preferred our trip to the family trip that we would have taken, but she still doesn't like how Jane is mad at us and she wants me to apologize. I'm not sure if I want to after learning that Jane and her husband were using us for free babysitting and a free trip, but I feel like I should just to keep the peace. Am I the butthole for changing our trip destination last minute and leaving Jane and her family to fend for themselves? Well, obviously, your daughter doesn't have much of a right to complain because you gave her a free vacation. <sighs> I will say though, honestly, you do deserve a little bit of a butthole score because you and your wife should have never allowed your daughter to come in the first place. Part of being a good parent means setting and enforcing boundaries, and you clearly let your daughter stomp all over your boundaries. So if you two had just stood firm and told her, no, this is our special trip from the beginning, then you never would have been stuck in this situation. So you get a very, very soft 0.5 out of 5 buttholes because this whole situation is because you allowed it to happen. And then secretly changing the tickets last minute without telling anyone is a really cowardly solution. On the other hand, your daughter and son-in-law get 2 out of 5 buttholes for being extremely entitled and selfish. Your 40th anniversary is a huge milestone. You should be able to celebrate that without worrying about your daughter, your grandkids, or extra expenses. And keep in mind, if this is their 40th anniversary, then Opie has to be at least 60, right? Maybe even upwards of 70. So realistically, this could be their last big vacation on Earth. And OP's daughter expected them to spend that vacation babysitting. Am I the butthole for being the reason why the family vacation has to be canceled? Okay, to make it short, I'm married for money. My husband is with me for appearances, and we're happy with that arrangement. My husband and I married because I have all the qualifications to please his family, and he takes financial care of me. We're very fond of each other, and even love each other, but not in the classical marriage sense. We're like amazing roommates with some benefits. He and I are free to live our lives independently and without stress. He's not worried about being cut off from his family, and I'm finally financially stable enough that I can work whatever job I want to. The problem is that my sisters have never approved of my decision. They say that I sold myself, which, fair. But still, me and my sisters used to be civil with each other. Last week, we had a family barbecue. I went without my husband. Everything was going great until my oldest niece, who's 21, sat down next to me and we started talking. Then she asked me straight up if I was with my husband for money. I explained to her how we met, our agreement, and so on. She then asked me if I think that it would be okay for her to pretend to be her gay best friend's girlfriend. I told her it was up to her to decide, and even then, only if there were no negatives to it. It was a lovely talk. Strike two was, apparently, when my other nieces asked me where my husband was, and I told them that he was on vacation. They asked me why I didn't go with him, and I said that we only sometimes go together on vacations. We usually take little trips together, but go on longer vacations with friends or family. My other niece, who was 16, asked me if it was true what her mom and aunt said about me being a gold digger, and I just said, I guess so. Like, that just doesn't faze me. I know that my sisters constantly talk about me behind my back, and I'm not ashamed about my marriage at all, so I saw no need to lie. Later that night, my sisters cornered me, and we had a fight about my words with my nieces. They said that it was completely inappropriate what I told them. That I'm free to live my messed up life, but to not let my niece think that it was okay what I do. I called them small-minded and that I was only answering my niece's questions, and I was even honest. 
they're free to their own decisions. My sisters kept cornering me, calling me all sorts of names, and saying that I was basically influencing their daughters negatively because I'm miserable. I said some words back and left, not talking to them for the whole week. Now there's a huge fallout because I pulled out of the family vacation because of this fight. But this vacation would be at my husband's summer house, and since I'm not going, my husband doesn't feel comfortable lending my family the house. My family's been calling me a huge butthole, and my sister said that I was blowing things out of proportion. Am I the butthole? Should I still go? Okay. Okay. So OP, you mean to tell me that your sisters are constantly criticizing you for being a gold digger, and then they turn around and they say, Oh, by the way, can we use your husband's summer house? Thanks. Man, oh my god, they're so hypocritical. Then they criticize you to their daughter for being a gold digger, but she can't talk to you about you being a gold digger? You know, if your sisters constantly told their family that you were in a loving relationship with your husband, then they'd probably have no reason to doubt it, and they never would have called you a gold digger in the first place. OP, you get 0 out of 5 buttholes. You're just living your life. I'm giving your nieces 0 out of 5 buttholes because even though their questions are a little bit on the personal side, I think it's normal for them to be curious about a family member. As for your sisters, I'm giving them 2 out of 5 buttholes for their brazen hypocrisy. Am I the butthole for explaining to a man who refused to mind his own business? What happens in graphic detail if I drink regular cow's milk in my latte? I had to go to the hospital today for a test. I was in the hospital's coffee place. It's not a Starbucks, but it's a local place that has a few locations in my area. When I was done with all my medical stuff, I decided to treat myself to a coffee. I got in line behind a man, and I kept noticing that he was muttering about something. I noticed that every time someone in front of him ordered a coffee with some sort of plant-based milk, he would mutter louder. Finally, he was up to order. He looked around and loudly said, I want a regular drip coffee with real milk, not this frou-frou BS that everyone drinks these days. The, <laughs> the barista rolled her eyes and got his coffee. Then he was standing nearby, messing with his drink or something. I ordered a latte with oat milk. I was kind of waiting for him to say something, but I wasn't officially instigating because I always get oat milk. <laughs> what? The guy looks at me and says, you know that's not milk, right? I say, yeah, I know. He then says, it won't kill you to drink regular milk, right? It's good for you. Now, here's where I might be the butthole. I said, yeah, it won't kill me, but I don't want to have diarrhea all the way home. I don't want to poop myself from now until there's nothing left in my stomach. So, if you don't mind, I'll take my oat milk latte and not poop myself. Thanks. The guy, <laughs> the guy threw away his coffee and left. The barista was in shock. Now I feel bad, and my husband said that it was kind of uncalled for, but he also laughed so hard when I told him. I get so annoyed when people decide they have some kind of out-of-pocket thing to say to me. Yeah, this is a really weird thing to get all worked up about, especially since lactose intolerance is a very well-known thing that causes people to poop their guts out. So, I don't know, does this guy own a dairy farm? I just don't understand why he's so passionate about milk. <laughs> you know, buddy, here's a question for you. If you're so against plant-based drinks, why are you getting coffee? Coffee made from coffee beans derived from the coffee plant? You know, if you're so passionate about milk and people having milk and not plant drinks, then just order a glass of milk. 
Am I the butthole because I told my parents to choose between living in my garage or a nursing home? I don't drive, and I live in my forever house with my dogs. My kids are grown up, and I'm a widow. I converted my garage into a legal guest house with everything a person needs for whenever the kids visit. An independent washroom, a kitchen, everything. My parents have recently asked me if they can move in with me. I agreed and talked to my kids to let them know that if they ever came for a visit, the garage was taken so they would have to stay in the house. My parents showed up on the appointed day, and the kids showed up with their families to help them get moved in. They had actually already arranged for a hotel for one of the families so that we wouldn't be too crowded. My parents were confused as to why we were moving their stuff into my garage. I told them that's where they're staying. They said they thought they could move into my house since I have five bedrooms. I explained that I actually have two bedrooms since one room is my office where I see clients, one is my private office, and one is my hobby room. The spare bedroom is mostly for my mutts. They said they wanted to live in the house, not out in the garage like Fonzie. I said that it was a take it or leave it situation. If they didn't want the garage, they could move into a nursing home or something. They're upset that they're living rent-free in a private guest house that's fully up to code. Okay, this is a weird pose because it's a super obvious moral route to take. Like, do they have a right to demand to live in your home? And the obvious answer is no, they don't. But then on top of that, there's also the practical route because OP is pretty old. If OP's parents are looking for a permanent place to live, then they should be thrilled about living in the garage. Because, as an old person, you want everything close to you so you don't have to go up and down steps. If they live in OP's house and take one of the bedrooms, then every time they want to go to the kitchen, every time they want to go to the family room or go outside, they have to go all the way downstairs and then go all the way upstairs to their bedroom, which is dangerous for old people. And yeah, I know some old people can pull that off. It's just, this feels like an ideal situation for them. Everything's on the ground floor. We know this because it's a garage and garages are always on the ground floor. Kitchen, washroom, bedroom, all on the same floor. Like, why are they upset about this? They're just dumb. OP, you get 0 out of 5 buttholes. I'm giving your parents 1.5 out of 5 buttholes and 2 out of 5 on the moron score. That was r slash am I the butthole. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.